0: Hello, and welcome to Love Corner, a love and relationship advice podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shades. And I'm your other host, Scotty Manicotti. Today on the show, we have Cindy, a seasoned entertainment professional from the snowy
1: Midwest. Yeah, I think it'll be great to chat relationships with a fellow entertainment veteran. Uh, It's a doggy dog world out there, as we both know.
0: Yeah, well, that sounds good. It's a fast-moving broadcast business, so... Let's get into the episode. Enjoy, please. Hey, is this Cindy?
2: This is Cindy.
0: Hey, Cindy, how's it going? Uh, my name's Dr. Shades.
1: I'm one of the two co-hosts on Love Corner. Hi, Cindy, this is Scott Manicotti. I'm the other co-host.
2: Hi, it's nice to meet you both online or on, you know what I mean? It's, it's good
1: a long to e-meet you. Time.
2: Yes, good to e-meet you.
1: Cool.
0: So um, where are you from?
2: I'm originally a native of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've been living here my entire life. And my intention is to move to New York City, actually, in approximately six years. I'll be there full time.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: Very cool. So uh, yeah, Uh, let's get into it, I suppose. So I see that you uh, consider yourself a romantic. I myself um, am a self-proclaimed romantic. Uh, Could you tell us a bit about your last relationship?
2: Well, you know, the last relationship was a whole – actually, it was the first time in a long time that I had been romanced by somebody, which is unusual, meaning I would come home and there would be flowers in the mailbox or there would be, a you know, a love letter that was written and left on the table, et cetera. You know, simple things like that, calling or texting for no reason. Um, you'd be amazed how we live in this day and age where technologically the romance is kind of gone. You know what I'm talking about? Meaning I'm not going to call her. I'm going to send her a text or I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? It's all become very – um antisocial if you will. So he was really good about being hands-on in terms of making sure that I uh, I felt very important, which was nice. Um so from a romantic standpoint he did all the good stuff including the dancing and the nice music and cooking and you know the traditional stuff that we like.
1: Yeah. You know, Dr. Shades and I we're not only co-hosts but we're really close friends and we've been kind of working together in a broadcast capacity for a while but his last relationship, actually, when it ended, I was kind of telling him some of the same kind of stuff like, oh, it's not, you know, it's a simple gesture to just bring flowers over and leave flowers or leave a handwritten note instead of a text. But it's, you know, it's one that really counts.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I can be distant at times and not emotionally available. Um, you know, that caused problems in my last relationship uh, with a woman, Ming, mm-hmm. My now ex-wife, who Scott, uh, my co-host, has been seeing for the better part of the last year. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit off. But, um, yeah, so if you could continue with your story, you guys would – he would do a lot of the romantic gestures, and then – Yeah, um,
2: I mean, it was it was a textbook romance, if you will, meaning that there were a lot of components. There were a lot of things that he did that weren't necessarily over-the-top, meaning he didn't spend 100 hundred, two hundred $200 to go out to eat, whatever have you, that sort of good stuff – it just came down to the fact that very it was just more about presence than presence, and that's one of my biggest models in my life. Is it should be all about presence with the EMCE, not the TS.
0: And so, you know, I was never one for presence necessarily. That was something that Ming would always get on me about a little bit. Um, Scott, sure. you know, he's yeah, very she different. was more of
1: a presence with a, a TS kind of person, still is. Right. Fusion cuisine, the newest restaurants. Exactly. That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, sure.
0: Have you guys been going out to any I restaurants did. lately?
1: Oh, yeah. We go out to eat like three or four times a week.
0: I'm just a little gotcha. curious where you're getting the funds to do something like that.
1: Oh, you know, it's just. I have things. I have things scroll away, like different, you know, rainy day funds and stuff like that. So it's. You know we should, you don't
2: have to have that.
1: Right, exactly. I mean, I always. My father always told me, you know, make sure you got a little bit of money in your sock drawer in case something goes wrong. So I always try to, to yeah. make sure I do that, which I think is a page you could take out of his book, Dr. Shades.
0: Yeah, it could be better, I suppose, with my cash management skills and just kind of cash flow in general.
1: Yeah. But uh, anyway, I was so we saw that you you did a web series and we have actually thought about that, doing something like that. We were wondering. um, With your experience in in film and production, how is is web content different?
2: Well, you know, obviously a lot of it really depends. You know, when I start to – I am more – I would rather, and I'm not going to lie to you, I rather would stay on the radio side of things and the film side of things. And, and I'm more of a playwright, to be honest with you. The only reason I got into doing web series is because I interview people who do them all the time. Um, for me personally, web series is is 95% the way to go because it's hard to get into television. It's hard to get a film financed. It's hard to get a film uh, you know, accepted and out there. It's all about marketing. It's a game now, Um, so it's kind of a combination of who you know, and it's a combination of what you're trying to put together, and is it marketable, and can people relate to it? That's really the bottom line.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting. You know, I sunk a pretty hefty amount of cash from this whole enterprise into our web series a little while back. It, you know, the plan between Scott and I was, uh, you know, we're broadcast entrepreneurs, we're you know getting on our two feet and trying to walk straight. So. That was kind of the idea that we were pitching around to some financiers. Got yeah. some
1: nose. Well, like I said, this kind of, our partnership has sort of ebbed and flowed. So we, um, mm-hmm. the, the whole web series idea, I feel like took, took a seat in the back burner for a little while. And then as it, when I started dating Ming, actually, we decided to kind of take it in another direction and maybe do like a vlog together and kind of documenting mm-hmm. our lives together, how we met, what we okay. do together each day. Um, so that's kind of the, the gist of the, of the web series. I,
0: yeah, that's well, one, that's a little weird for me. Um, but two, you know, I'd earmarked some funds for the web series. Uh, you know, that was kind of going to be our thing, keep Ming out of it. And, you know, we make it about our entrepreneurial path and journey. So Mm -hmm. where, where did we make the left turn there? I guess I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of missing something, I suppose.
1: Oh, well. You know, I, I think I think in this business, when the money's spent, the money's been spent. You know, the whole crew had to get plane tickets for some of the, the uh, beach shoots that we had to travel to because Ming wanted to get those, and um, mm-hmm. you know there were we had wardrobe upgrades where we had to completely reshoot something because she wanted a different look, um, you know, and I can't tell you mm-hmm. how much got left on the cutting room floor. From mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know. Yes, I do.
0: You know, in a situation like this, especially with Ming, my ex-wife, you know, we talked a little bit before, presence versus presence, um, you know, she probably, I would guess, Scott, I don't want to overstep here into your guys' relationship, but uh, I think some of those trips, some of those extra shoots, some of those more exotic beat shots you guys were getting, you know, that could be a little bit of manipulation, potentially. I'm not, you know, that's, I don't want to overstep or anything into your guys' business, but...
1: Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it was a joint effort and it was, I I think, creatively very fulfilling for both of us.
0: Well, I I suppose, you know, we're trying to run a lean, very lean enterprise here. Uh, So Cindy, um, you know, if you could provide your thoughts on this, maybe um, with your filmmaker hat on, just kind of lean enterprise and kind of dealing with bloated budgets and, um, you know, kind of domineering crew members, maybe.
2: Well, I mean, are you looking for a suggestion, or are you are you, been, are you guys intending to venture off to something relative to film? Because, you know, film's a different demon from web series. Do either of you have film experience of any kind?
0: You know, Ming's cousin has a little bit of experience, and she kind of, you know pushed us into this whole thing. She was like, you know, I want you guys on the silver screen, Uh, radio personality, Mm -hmm. at least when she was with me, just wasn't really doing it for her. Um, Again, expensive tastes, and we could maybe bring in a little bit more money. So I guess the web series kind of spawned out of that, you know, Um,
2: which... No, I see what you mean. Do you guys have a uh, do either one of you have a marketing background, a sales background? Do you have uh, good network connections, people that you know, people that you work with? And the only reason I'm asking this is because you're you're kind of
1: yeah, like, not to speak of. I mean, we have a, like a pretty good we have pretty good connections in like the legal world, and and I have a, a good connection in the finance world. Um, his name's Trot. He's one of my best friends, Trot Furman, and, and he do, he does finance stuff for us. So, he usually helps me draw up budgets for our different projects and stuff.
2: Well, right. That's a, But that's a money and a legal thing. I mean, specific to film.
0: I think, uh, you know, Trot has messed around in film a little bit. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah, he's had his fingers in a lot of pies over the years. That's for sure. Yeah, and I
0: we, we, have, yeah. we have some good legal advisors, I suppose, that, um, you know, dip their toes into a lot of different industries here in the city. So, I, yeah, no. nothing nothing particular, I guess, but um, a lot of okay. masters, if none, generalist kind of types.
2: If you want to get into film and you're lacking a good, solid part in that area by that, I mean a good DP, a good cinematographer, a good cast, a good script, and a good director, you have nothing. That's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, well, I guess one thing, and it would be good to kind of get your take on this, just unbiased opinion on this thing, um, now that we're talking about it, but you know, we're writing up these ideas and I'm thinking back to the vlog that, you know, you and Ming made, Scott, and a lot of the same kind of scenes, almost shot for shot, were coming up in the outlines. You guys are on a beach together. Uh, You know, it just, it brings back kind of bad memories for me as much, as much as I'm a guy that says bury the hatchet, let's talk business, let's do business, let's move forward. Um, I guess just some of those kind of outlines just, you know, it seemed very similar to the vlog and the vlog I had issues with So...
2: Well,
1: you know, I like to write my life. So that's, you know, it's just... (laughs) It's kind of hard for me to figure out a a workaround for that, you know?
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, Well, I think you you may have great ideas, but unless you get organized, it's going to be an idea that sits on paper and doesn't go anywhere. I've learned that the hard way. Um, You guys kind of almost have to brainstorm, figure out what you want to do. Take the bull by the horns and just do it.
0: No, I agree. And, you know, I have... I got to... Whole shoebox of ideas that I've put away for a rainy day that you know I'll probably bring out at some point. You know, here's a question as a filmmaker, and this kind of relates to our business too, and in relationships, I suppose. I come out and I think I have a good idea, and I pitch it to these guys. I go out to a whole slew of advisors that I said, you know, maybe not in film, but in and around it, they love the idea. I bring it to Trot, I bring it to Scott. They said, "This is garbage. Get it out of here." You know, and I'm um, 30 seconds into my pitch. Right. And Ming would do the same thing to me. I'd say, Hey, like I found out this new restaurant. She'd be like, no, 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 not today. So, you know, it's just, it's almost like a repeating theme in my life, I guess.
1: Um,
2: so you guys started off with this podcast and then want to extend out to the web series and, and, uh, film. Is that, is that what I'm getting here?
1: We've never really gotten anything off the ground. Yeah, it's always kind Mm -hmm. of, I mean, we love ideating
0: and bouncing ideas back and forth We can brainstorm with the best of them. But uh, you know, the vlog, for instance, we dumped thousands into that. And in my opinion, sorry to be blunt here, Scott, it turned into pretty much a luxury cruise vacation for Scott and Ming and four or five others that I'm finding out now to see the world and get some exotic shoots. So Uh, we get to the point of kind of making something, but yet to release kind of yet. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to get over that necessarily, but we're trying.
2: So how has the response been? Have you been getting people to be engaging and call in and to make something of this?
1: Yeah, we've had a couple different people come in, call in that with different interests. We had Ed Lopez. He's a jujitsu fighter that, uh, I actually got along with really well. And we've actually been hanging out outside of the podcast, um, I think,
0: not to interject, I think one of the problems is we get good response on the podcast, you kind of step in and it turns into more of a personal relationship thing outside of the podcast. We're like Ed Lopez, perfect example, jujitsu expert. You know, we want to get him on the show. Next thing I know, you and, you know, Scott and he are out doing jujitsu almost every day Mm -hmm. of the week, you know, so his schedule is not full. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, well, I got pretty heavy into jiu after I met Ed, but, you know, I feel like the two things can coexist.
2: No, I get what you mean. And I'll be the first to tell you, I've been doing radio for six years, and, and a good portion of the people that come on my show become lifetime friends. We network together, we work together, some of my friends are in my festival, they weren't judged by me, because I'm I'm very big on integrity. So, you know, I couldn't accept them into my festival, but other people did. So we, we're a very tight-knit group. I've gotten a lot of opportunities. I work with a lot of publicists. So, you know, uh, like I said, this is a weird experience for me because I'm used to, you know, doing three shows a week. I have 61,000 listeners, um, and I've built this for almost six and a half years now. But it's a lot of work. I mean, and, and you know, if you're going to be in this business, you better get ready to be used, and you better get ready to, you know, there's I'm sure you see this. Um, not everybody is your friend.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I totally can hear that on Not Everyone's Your Friend and mixing personal and work relationships. You know, and Scott and I, despite the Ming thing, despite, you know, kind of our lack of putting stuff out, we've still maintained a friendship. And, you know, we go out plenty outside of work. You know, Uh, we were about to go to this gala, actually, last week. Uh, I showed Mm -hmm. up at the gala, actually. And they told me, Scott, I I don't know if you'd heard about this, but I showed up at the gala. They told me the party was downsized and I actually couldn't get into the gala last weekend. I meant to tell you about this, but I'm yeah. not sure if you heard about it.
1: Yeah. Cause so I ended up going, to, I told, I mentioned trot and so trot and my girlfriend Ming and I went to this gala and, um, we, we both like to, you know, kind of stretch out and we had a, a, one of those corner booths, you know, a circular booth. Sure. And, uh, he, he leaned over to me and he said, Scott, buddy, we got to cut this down, we got to downsize. And um, you know, I realized we had to downsize, we needed to stretch out. So he said, yeah, we're at max. So I went down to the door girl and I said, excuse me, um, can I see the list for the Manicott party? And she said, yeah. And I said, um, don't let anyone else in on this list. And
0: I spent almost my entire night going back and forth, going to do a huge argument with the door person. Yeah, just get downsized out of the party. Yeah, I just feel like I get downsized out of a lot of things. Ideas, this party, my old relationship with Ming.
2: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. This is an interesting dynamic.
0: It's kind of, you know, something that we're working on getting better at and just being more professional, and that's why it might be better just to kind of split the work life and the social life for a bit.
1: Trot has suggested to me before and a sabbatical or an extended sabbatical but you know i i think the dynamic is good and i think it's something that draws people to our show you know it's just kind of like there's twists and turns and you just deal you take them as they come you know what i mean
2: i i think it might behoove you guys to like you were just saying in terms of try to delineate what you want to do socially what you want to do personally what your goals are as far as with this podcast that you're doing or anything else that you choose to do with one another. But the biggest thing is professionalism. Like when people call into my show, I'm on time. I know my stuff. I have a list written out. It's very detailed. We go through what we need to. I don't go over, you know, the amount of time, etc. And everything is done professionally and promoted very professionally. And then that's how you get people to come back. Word of mouth gets around and boom, you're established. I mean, it doesn't really hurt that I know a bunch of publicists. But over time, it's gotten a lot easier. But when I first started for the first three years, it was just me. I didn't have a partner. I didn't have legal backing. I didn't have any financial backing. I just built it all. And now here I am, just a regular girl, six years later.
0: And I hope that one day, you know, Scott and I can kind of build up something similar to what you've built for yourself.
2: Well, I think you have some work ahead of you, clearly. I mean, you know, I think Craigslist is a great forum to meet people. I've met tons of people and done great projects through social media of any kind. Um, but I think that you guys probably should figure out a specific platform for everything that you're doing, whether it's the web series, this podcast, et cetera. I mean, if you're going to stick to this subject, stick to that. You know, mine is all over the, I mean, I do everybody, celebrities, charities, businesses, the whole nine yards. You know, is it smart to go into film and maybe drop this entire podcast idea?
0: No, I understand. And I think, I think one step towards doing that is just kind of keeping our personal skeletons in the closet and just stick into the script and, you know, just sticking to what we're doing and give advice. Gotcha. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and I hope you had a good experience, um, you know, chatting with us. I know we really appreciate uh, you taking the time.
2: Sure. Bye bye. Bye
0: bye. Bye Cindy. I have to say, uh, I feel a bit discouraged after talking with Cindy. This um, isn't her first entertainment rodeo, and she kind of was able to punch a lot of holes in our current model.
1: No, uh, Cindy seemed into the vlog idea and the vision that Ming and I share for the web series. You know, she seemed encouraged by the, the roster of talent we have on our bench between Trot, Ed Lopez, etc. So, you know, I'm confident in our chances to enter the film industry.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I guess one thing at a time, focus is
1: important, you know, so. uh... Well, that's all for today, everyone. We will see you on the next Love Corner.